Welcome back to Sustainably Influenced. We are on episode seven already. We are flying through the season and today we're talking about the intriguing world of conscious consumerism and the transformative power of technology and whether the two are actually linked. In today's episode, we explore how innovative tech solutions are empowering consumers to make sustainable choices, supporting more ethical practices and establishing a deeper connection with the products that they buy. A couple of episodes ago, when we spoke to Lindsay Azbitat, who is the founder of Ule, and she spoke about a platform called Provenance. And today we're speaking to their founder. So today, I'm not going to talk too much for this episode because the conversation with Jessie is really eye-opening. And I think as an audience, we can all learn quite a lot from her. So I won't keep my chat too extensive on this episode. So I think it's probably good for us to talk a little bit about how today's consumer is. And in today's fast-paced digital age, technology is a really potent sort of catalyst for encouraging conscious consumerism. And we've seen through the rise of all of these sort of different fast fashion companies, interior companies, food on the go, beauty on the go, everything that you could possibly think of is sort of marketed at you for you to consume in a heartbeat. But with the tap of a screen or the click of a button, consumers can access a wealth of information about products as well, including their origins, environmental impact, and the ethical practices of the brands behind them. So it works on both sides of the coin, I think. These apps and platforms provide so much more easy access to product ratings and reviews and sustainability certifications. It's giving consumers the empowerment that they need to make these more informed choices that are aligned with their own personal values. Moreover, technologies like blockchain and AI offer transparent supply chains, allowing consumers to trace the journey of products from source to shelf, fostering trust and accountability. The newfound transparency not only empowers consumers to support ethical and sustainable practices, but also nurtures a deeper connection between the individuals themselves and the products that they're buying, transforming shopping into a conscious act of positive change. Well, I'd like to say so. Technologies like blockchain and AI are playing a pivotal role in this transformation. They enable us to get to the real crux of the matter and trace the origins of products by verifying their authenticity and assessing their environmental and social impact, which is so important nowadays. I think consumers are so much more savvy than they were 10 years ago with regards to sourcing, sustainability, greenwashing, green hushing, all of these things that you hear about. This transparency provides consumers with the information that they need to align their purchases with their values. It's hard to say that every consumer is like this because it isn't every consumer. You have a more savvy consumer, somebody who makes the conscious decision to buy better. And then you have people that choose not to when they can. And then you have the people that can that choose not to. And then you have the people that can't and don't. So there's a lot of different kind of If you were to split it up into consumers, into groups, there'd be like four or five different boxes. And you just have to think about it that way and think that not everything is for everyone. And you can't judge people who don't then make that choice. But I think the beauty of something like this in this particular episode is that we're talking about the consumers who do and how something like technology is allowing those who want to make better choices and to make more sustainable lifestyle choices the ability to do so. One really remarkable platform leading the change, as I said, is Provenance, founded by our wonderful guest today, Jessie Baker. Provenance empowers consumers by making the journey of a product really transparent, allowing them to access information about its production, sourcing and ethical practices. 
What's really unique about it is, is that you wouldn't know that provenance is there as a consumer. You'll actually encounter it in the same familiar ways that you always usually shop, seamlessly integrating sustainability into your everyday choices. They're sneaky like that. The idea of using consumerism as a force for good is at the heart of our conversation today. And I know it seems like a bit of an oxymoron and like it's not something that could work, but it does. And with technology like provenance, consumers can reward businesses that prioritise ethical and sustainable practices while holding others accountable. It's a powerful tool for driving positive change, not only for businesses, but also for the well-being of our planet. So just a little bit about Jessie before we move on to the guest portion of this episode. Jessie Baker, MBE, is a designer, technologist and the founder and CEO of Provenance.org, a company on a mission to enable a billion people to shop with their values. Today, Provenance enables over 200 e-commerce brands and retailers to share sustainability claims we can all trust, from Unilever and Walida to The Ordinary and Aveda. She started Provenance while studying for a PhD in computer science with a focus on Web3 and positive social change. Her PhD was one of the first applications of blockchain technology in supply chains and the third everyday app built on the Ethereum blockchain, which she's helped populate since 2014. So she's a real forward thinker and innovator and game changer. Over her career, she's worked across the globe with brands on technology and digital design strategy, including Adidas, the Four Seasons Hotel Group, the Guggenheim Museum, Will I Am, and LVMH. Let's chat to Jesse. So, hi, Jesse. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm really excited to speak to you because on the previous episode, I learned all about provenance. And here you are. I feel like I've conjured you onto the podcast this morning. So, provenance has really been quite a trailblazer after doing some research. I didn't realize, I'll be honest, I didn't realize how big and how important it is as a platform so it's just been a trailblazer in the world of conscious consumerism can you share some of the innovative ways in which technology is enhancing the shopping experience for consumers by enabling them to make more informed and sustainable choices please Sure. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for having me on the podcast. Yeah. I mean, I started life as a technologist, so I've certainly spent a lot of time looking at all of the different technologies. And my, I guess my particular passion is conscious consumerism. How can we help people to buy products that are better for people and planet using technology? So um, firstly, there's some like really obvious things like we take for granted today. The way we buy products is now increasingly more and more digital, which means every product is at our fingertips. If you think back in the day, you just were presented with what was in the shop and you had to just buy what you had on offer. Now you've basically got every product on the planet that's at your fingertips, either through social shopping, e-commerce, wherever you scoot around online, you'll be sure to be offered a product or two. So I think people really need to remember how much power they have and how much of an opportunity they have to make a sustainable switch, particularly when shopping online. But digging into some some kind of geekier technologies, I guess, that are coming through, I started my career, um, you know, Provenance came about through, it was a side project. I was doing a PhD in what we now call the space of Web3. So blockchain tech was my, uh, my specialty. That's a technology that's really behind the scenes, helping consumers to make better choices, whether that's enabling traceability end to end from farm to the product you're buying in the store, or applying that technology like we do at Provenance to create digital facts. So meaning that every time you see a sustainability claim when you're shopping online, you can actually see that that information is true and and not greenwash. Can't not mention AI as well, coming through a lot in the shopping space. You know, we're seeing some kind of fun applications. 
I'm yet to see AI be like applied really, really well to like help with more sustainable shopping choices. But I know it's coming. Just really putting the power in the hands of consumers so that they can query and, you know, get the products they want. But I really want to see more and more shoppers kind of use those technologies and fuel them to be better for, for making kind of positive choices for people and planet. Interesting what you said there about AI, because I have a really similar viewpoint. I feel like AI, we're sort of dipping our toe in at the moment and using it for quite fun things more than anything. It's nothing too hard hitting, nothing too influential. It's all just sort of like the fun stuff, like the skins and the things like this and the digital wardrobes. But I think that there is so much there that can be done with it. I totally agree with you. And you mentioned transparency, but I kind of want to go past that and look at what else that you do, because you focus on empowering your consumers to support more ethical practices and sustainability. So how does the platform utilize technology to encourage consumers to actively participate in shaping a more responsible and eco-conscious marketplace? Yeah, so I started Provenance really like basic reason, like I just was frustrated. I wanted to buy products that were better for people and planet, but I'm quite lazy. I didn't really want to do like a massive amount of research or even like download specific apps and stuff like that. I just thought it was all way too much effort. I wanted to have information about the social and environmental impact of products be part of my shopping experience as it would be normally. So with Providence, what we've tried to do is build a platform for businesses to help them make sustainability claims. So share the social and environmental impact of their product through their own websites and through retailers. So basically, we're kind of like B to B to C, if that makes sense. So a shopper, you'll only encounter provenance if you're just shopping as you usually do through a, an e-commerce site of a brand or a retailer. And so I guess, you know, what we're trying to do is firstly put technology in the hands of marketeers. So the people that are trying to sell you the product, it's amazing how few tools have been built to help marketeers talk about sustainability. There's so many tools designed for product development, you know, supply chain, lots of kind of other parts of business. But when it comes to actually communicating about a product, we saw marketeers were actually just using Excel spreadsheets to manage all of the different claims for different products or just sort of making up as they go along, really, and trying to not get a slap on the wrist for greenwash. So essentially, Provenance is the platform designed for sustainability communications for brands and retailers. And essentially, what we're doing is bringing that sustainability information into the e-commerce experience. And that's where we're starting. So that means search, filter, product pages, product listing pages. And so you can see quite simply if a product like matches your values or not. So that could be things like, is it vegan? Is it from a you know diversity-led business? Is the packaging fully recyclable? Can I compost this thing? All of that kind of stuff. Provenance takes care of getting that information to you as the shopper. And then a bit, you know, big thing we're doing is ensuring that it's not greenwash. So those claims really can be trusted. So they're actually based on facts uh, and they meet a certain standard, not just the standard the brands decided is enough. It's the standard that essentially us as a group have all come together to decide is, is the right level. So that's what we're doing now. But, we, you know, we've got big plans and we really want to push into kind of other parts of the shopper journey. So, you know, one thing we're looking at a lot is advertising. How can we make sure claims in advertising are, you know, greenwash free? And then also quite excited about linking sustainability and loyalty. 
So really making sure you get incentivized to make sustainable switches. So to, to push into changing your shopping habits to, to buy more sustainable products. So, yeah, that's kind of some of the ways we're helping. It's really interesting. And I was laughing to myself when you mentioned Excel spreadsheets because I'm one of those people. Um, <laughs> I have like a database of brands that I use to reach out to for my platform. And I've put in different tags depending on what it says on the product. And I would love to have something that make it a little bit easier for me just as a, as a business as well. So I might have to jump on the platform. <laughs> Come on, absolutely. No, we're going to want to be like the platform for managing product sustainability information, basically for communication. So to get it out into the world, for stores, for marketplaces, whatever that might be, that's the job we're performing. No, it's brilliant. So moving on to my next question, data-driven insights have become really crucial for businesses. We've seen it across the board. Everybody wants to see their metrics behind everything. Could you elaborate on how provenance's use of technology not only benefits consumers, but also provides valuable data and insights to companies looking to improve their sustainability and ethical practices? Yeah, absolutely. So this has really been a really big area of development for provenance recently. So, you know, we we started being focused on helping brands to communicate their sustainability information in a way that totally avoids greenwash. But actually, we absolutely saw this. Businesses really wanted data-driven insights to help them understand what products they should make next, what kind of shoppers should they be talking to with their products, uh, what are their competitors doing. So actually, over the past year, we've invested a huge amount of time and energy in enabling that at Provenance. So I hired a fantastic CTO, Alex Rahin, who joined me. Um, he was like the head of data at Just Eat, had like really senior data roles at places like Amazon, Zalando. So he really came from that kind of AI, ML background. And essentially what he's been building at Provenance is a way for us to ingest lots of data, the data that we're gathering already um, through Provenance being live on, on many different e-commerce sites all over the internet, and then meshing that with, with other data sources as well in order to help brands know, okay, what kind of claims should I be making? What are my competitors doing, etc. And that has been really, really valuable. I think the key thing that we really need to do is accelerate brands investing in sustainability. And the easiest way to do that is to make the business case for it super simple. And so that's a lot of what we've been trying to do is like get the data in so that we can actually show, which we do time and time again, the shoppers do want to buy products that have sustainability credentials. They're adding them to cart way more often. They spend much longer on your site if you've got that kind of information. Like there's tons of really, really good stats that come through. But yeah, we just needed to put that in the hands of the kind of commercial parts of the business so that they can make a case for investing more and more in sustainability. So yeah, this is a big area for us. So we recently deployed what I think is kind of first in class, essentially a knowledge graph that basically is driving our kind of insights product at Provenance. So it's bringing together sustainability information from inside different businesses, and then essentially meshing that together in order to be able to spin up different insights products so that people can kind of you know understand the data and be able to drive decisions with it. But yeah, it's still very much kind of like first version. It's been kind Kind of a, an adventure trying to build it but yeah i'm super excited for what it's going to do for our customers we're all on a journey towards a greener future making conscious choices about the products we buy have you ever wondered about the origins of the jewelry you wear well wonder no more ernest jones britain's favorite high street jeweler is launching an exclusive new collection called origin by ernest jones this dazzling collection features 28 diamond rings from classic solitaires to contemporary halo designs. 
But what sets it apart is the transparency it offers. Every diamond in the collection is fully traceable, responsibly sourced and handcrafted in recycled platinum or gold. How do they do it? With cutting-edge blockchain technology, you can now trace your diamond's unique journey from the depths of the earth to your finger. The blockchain records every step, including design, sourcing, cutting and assessing, giving you a digital passport for your diamond. Ernest Jones is a proud member of the World Diamond Council and the Responsible Jewellery Council. They've partnered with trusted suppliers to ensure their diamonds are conflict-free, responsibly sourced and come from ethical mines that prioritise the well-being of miners and the environment. And guess what? Ernest Jones is the first UK retailer to bring this fully traceable blockchain-powered collection to their high street stores. So join us in leading the way to a more sustainable future with Origin by Ernest Jones. Let's make a difference, one diamond at a time. Shop the collection now in store or online at ernestjones.co.uk. It's funny that so many brands still don't think that sustainability is important to the consumer. We saw over COVID how much it rose. What was it? The Google searches yeah. went up financially over that period. And people were looking to make better choices with how they spend their money. And I do think that there are going to be a lot of implications to different business models and supply chains. And we've seen it happening over the past sort of five to seven years. And I think that this will continue. And I, I think it's going to be a trend that we see for a long time. So I guess how are you and Provenance helping businesses to adapt and thrive in this changing landscape, but all the while kind of maintaining your standards? I think we're in a really interesting moment. When I first started Provenance, you know, I, I first like registered the company and had the idea 10 years ago, which was nuts, way too early to the party. And, you know, I had some hilarious meetings like back then where I was telling people about transparency and they literally think I meant see-through products. Like, <laughs> like, is it, like, and I was like, no, no, no. I mean, like being open about who you are and your brand. And honestly, so many brands just like that concept was nuts to them. Like the whole point was like advertising is a shield and what goes on inside the business and what goes on outside the business should be totally separate. I think we've seen that that's totally totally changed businesses are, are fully transparent and technology has been a huge driver of that you know social media has meant that you can have chats with brands that just didn't happen 10 15 years ago so i think for me we are part of a huge shift i do think technology is a huge part of it as well and that's a little bit you know i love that bill gates quote where he's like most people overestimate what will happen in the next one two years but everybody underestimates what will happen in the next decade and i think we're kind of in the middle of a big shift with technology playing a huge role. I think AI, although it seems on the surface like it's being applied to, you know, fairly rudimentary things, it's garnering momentum and I think will cause a, a huge step change. So, you know, I, I guess a big thing that we're helping our customers do is to make sure they stay ahead of that, that they have the data that they need in order to drive the right kind of decisions in their business. Because the reality is sustainability requires big investments, you know, retooling of entire factories to change packaging, changing your entire supply chain in order to enable regenerative farming practices like whatever it might be it's big shifts for companies so they you know they're not small bets and we need to help give them all of the data and confidence to be able to do that but then it's tricky because you do need to meet the market where it is to a certain degree as well you can't we know absolutely everyone's not ready to throw you know every pound they have on, on building a regenerative supply chain like 
that's just frankly not true. So trying to kind of meet in the middle is important. I think one thing that's been incredibly helpful for us is regulation. And boring as it is, it is the floor. And it's very important that the floor keeps rising in order to make all things better. And actually, there's been some really great step changes in regulation across the EU, UK, US, and you know various other parts of the world when it comes to investing in supply chain sustainability, but also in how you communicate it. And I think that regulation is just going to get tighter and tighter, better and better. And there'll come a point where it's just like, you, yeah, you've got no other option. So, and I think a lot of businesses are seeing that and therefore they're like, let's just get ahead of it and make it a competitive advantage rather than wait to be pulled up at, at the end, which is exciting for me because I think it means we're getting to that over the hill tipping point where it, it will become the norm. So many brands are trying their best to get ahead of the curve now, whereas I, people that I spoke to five, six years ago, weren't doing these things and there was a, a small handful of companies that were really trying to make changes and they were almost seen like the odd ones out but I think the transparency is really linked to trust with consumers especially now we're in the middle of an economic crisis everyone's tightening their belts this morning I've seen another brand that I love is shutting down businesses are struggling to stay afloat and where people spend their money matters more than ever right now so I think if brands and companies are able to get ahead of that curve and really lean into it and not let it be a trend for them, let it become part of their DNA, then we're more likely to see these brands sort of flourish. Moving on to my last question, you've witnessed the evolution of conscious consumerism over the span of your career, and I guess technology's role in it. What trends do you foresee in the coming years regarding how tech will continue to shape and empower this conscious consumerism? And what challenges do you anticipate addressing along the way? <laughs> yeah, this is, a, this is a big question. Can I predict the future? No, <laughs> but I'll try. <laughs> well, what you said about Bill Gates? Yeah, exactly. I know. That's just it. I think we're still in a little bit of a sticky spot at the moment. Like, I do think brands are all waking up to the need to invest in sustainability. I don't think it's just being driven by the market. I definitely think people can see that people want to invest their money in things that are better for people and planet. And I personally think it's an evolution of our understanding of brand. Like, I feel like the brands of the past used to be kind of on ivory towers and very inaccessible and very untransparent, you know, totally opaque. Whereas I think the brands of the future, for me, are glass box brands. They're brands where you absolutely, you feel like you're part of the community. You feel like you know the people that work there. It's very open and transparent. And therefore, how that company operates and how they treat people and planet, it will be totally open and apparent to you. And it'll be much, much easier for you to see if they match your values and how you would treat people and planet. So yeah, I very much believe in a kind of, yeah, a glass box kind of future for brands. And I still think brands have a place. Like I know today, it's a tricky time like a lot of people are really focusing their attention on you know trying to get the best deal they can like find the cheapest thing they possibly can but at the end of the day it's kind of a value really it's like are you getting value for money and all of us buy into brand like i think it doesn't even matter where you sit on the socio-economic spectrum you are most likely buying into brand in some way shape or form and i personally believe brand and sustainability are absolutely hooked together and, and and sustainability will become more and more crucial to the value that brands have. But looking at kind of technology, I guess, on top of that 
evolution. So yeah, we're, we're at the beginning of a huge shift that's happening. I would say not even at the beginning, we're kind of very much underway a huge shift that's happening in AI. So making the interface to the internet completely shift and, and enabling people to be able to access information in a just a totally different way that can really help them make decisions much, much faster. Um, I, that will hit shopping like an absolute steam truck. It's already happening. You can see interfaces evolving, helping you shop better, that will syndicate through into advertising. Advertising will become much, much smarter. I think you'll be able to input to it as well, which will be great because it will mean, you know, you're not just served up ads that have no relevance to you. You can actually sort of input to it as well. So I'm kind of excited how AI will will evolve kind of how we select products in a way. I mean, it'll probably become creepier, but I'm hoping through that you can give more an agenda to the type of things you're being shown on the internet. And I'm hoping that we'll be able to abuse that agenda with sustainability. And provenance is certainly kind of part of enabling that future and creating the data set needed to drive that. But on the other side, I do think AI has a kind of big fundamental issue, and that's trustworthiness and, and serving up facts very good at kind of collating information and evolving information, but it's not great at delivering facts. So I personally am still quite bullish on the future, the kind of Web3 future as well, and blockchain tech and using technology in order to help trust information on the internet. And I think the two can go quite well together. AI will totally evolve the interface and serve up information in a way that's much more tailored to you and, and much more on point and timely, which is going to be great. But I also think blockchain tech needs to be there in order to help back up information, ensure that you can trust it, that it's not actually just a fantasy. <laughs> the claims that uh, the AI is serving back to you aren't complete fantasy. So yeah, I think those two technologies will, will rise together. I'm also, you know, on the kind of blockchain web three side, I'm very interested in token economics and how businesses can evolve and how they're owned. Today, it seems so crazy to me that a brand can explode on the internet because of an influencer or someone like you that talks about it, but you don't get any money from that unless they pay you to advertise. You, 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 and particularly if it's something you genuinely like, you just want to spread it because you're like, this is a cool brand. Whereas, you know, in theory, as being an early evangelist, maybe you should have some shares, maybe you should have some skin in the game of that brand. But today that's like, God, that's like a legal nightmare to make that happen. But I think some interesting things with kind of Web3 business models is you can just give a few tokens to people that are early evangelists for your brand create a kind of whole ecosystem where people can earn, you know, skin in the game and your company from helping promote it and, and evolve it. And I personally think that's really cool. I think it will lead to far more kind of fluid economy where people genuinely promote stuff that they love because actually they're, you know, they're kind of part of the business. They're going to get a bit of a bit of a reward for being part of that world. I think that's, yeah, that's definitely like 10 years off probably. But I definitely see a future where lots of us own like tiny little portions of brands and businesses because we've been part of either helping create the brand or promote the brand or, or whatever that might be. And this kind of like micro payments and micro shares through tokens could really facilitate that. But yeah, lots of other things too. I'm, I'm very excited. I think we've got all the technology we need to actually make commerce a force for good. It's just whether we're going to get ourselves together to, to use it in that way. I hope so. Thank you so much, Jesse, for joining me. Um, <laughs> That was a wonderful conversation and I was just in awe. It was I was taking so many notes while I was listening to her. I had to kind of stop moments and had to catch myself so that I didn't miss what she was saying. 
we're coming towards the end of the season. We've only got a few episodes left. In the next episode, we'll be talking about transport and whether technology is helping to facilitate the more green transport options. In short, I feel like we can all name quite a few different ways that it is, but we're going to really deep dive into it in the next episode. Until next week, make sure that you are subscribed and listen back to previous episodes of Sustainably Influenced on all good podcast platforms. You can follow at Sustainably Influenced on Instagram and TikTok and our newly launched platform. I'm Bianca Foley. Thank you for listening. This season of Sustainably Influenced was produced by Content is Queen, sound editor Amber Miller and presented by Bianca Foley.